I promise I don't suck as much dick as y'all think I do. Theme music. Don Cheese. Don Cheese. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. I hope you all have been enjoying my turmoil and uh, that I have been through. Today we are talking about the topic, if he wanted to, he would. Something I'm learning, still understanding. Today is actually really, um, it's kind of cool because we have our first guy on the show. Everyone welcome my new friend, Blake. <laughs> Drop the bombs on him. Nah, I miss him. How's everybody doing? Appreciate you having me on your show. I'm excited. Oh, tell everyone about yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Tell, <laughs> tell, <laughs> Sorry, that was your cue to tell people who you are, um, how we met. My name is Blake. Uh, I call myself Blake the Brain. Um, and I'm a photographer, videographer, but also an event host. And I have this thing called uh, Failure's Dope, and which is basically a general concept about embracing failure and actually using that as uh, tools to actually become successful to actually become who you actually can become so it's just basically changing the narrative around quote unquote mm-hmm. the, word, the word failure and we met at uh s gym <laughs> Look, don't worry guys i'm not like the other ones okay that, like that, that, that nope not online in real life guys in real life in real <laughs> life now nah, we met at edge um and she said she was very cool so one thing about me is i love anyone who's not afraid to be themselves right I, I call them rebels and i love anybody that's a when i say a rebel is like you were out outwardly a rebel because you had your your orange hair yeah um and i think you had your piercings in at the time of your nose wasn't it i didn't have any nose piercings no. it was something that was pierced just my earring i mean i have a, like a lot of ears maybe but you maybe can't so. see them now because of the headphones maybe. probably so probably. Yeah. i know it was something that's pierced. i, I said oh ears. she's a rebel and uh, your trainer at the time, I know her, you know, just from speaking to her in the gym. Mm-hmm. And um, she was recording. I was like, hey, let me change it. Go ahead and change your camera settings. Uh, did we change the camera settings? Uh, from camera settings to in front of my camera in my house. And right here in front of the camera mm-hmm. in the house, right? And, and, and never mind. We'll leave that alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so from listening to um, my episodes and our small interactions, like, what do you think of me? I'm like, from your episodes or yeah. you, I mean, honestly, I, I, when you first told me you did a podcast, I was like, okay, let me, you know, let me check it out. And I, the, it was so funny. The first one that I checked out, um, I forget the name of the title. Don't beat me up. But it was when, you know, the young lady on the job was, she got caught having sex with the guy and the, and the uh, oh yeah, the first episode. That was yeah, the first, yeah, first yeah, episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I've been since episode number one. And I just love that. I'm being honest. I'm not just blowing smoke up mm-hmm. your ass. Like I love that you were just like very open and uh, comfortable in your own skin about you know stories, things that happened, and you were just expressing yourself. And I was literally bagging up. I don't know if people <laughs> know the word bagging up. It depends on where you listen to this from. It's basically like laughing hysterically. And I was driving, listening to it. And I was like, "Yo, I love it." And just from when we first just met, I mean, you were just kind of like welcoming, and opening, and you know, seemed like you were very personable and. Um, you know, very, very friendly. So from then even to now, and I think um, like we have grown into like, yo, you know, he or she is very cool. Like they're cool people's period Yeah. outside of anything else. And I, like I told you, man, I love where you're going with the show. I told a couple of people about your, uh, about your show because I love the authenticity oh. in, like you said, in the turmoil. <laughs> I love it. You know what I mean? It's like my you trauma. Know, listen, man, you're wearing it. And you know, that's kind of like, <laughs> how I am in general, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, fuck it, we're all human. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you do, just wear it. Oh, thank you. So briefly, um, a couple days ago, we were texting and we were talking about distractions and um, I had said we love a busy man and you said that you learned that women don't really love that. So go. what do you mean by that? Because I think like a mature woman would maybe understand and admire the work ethic but you uh like i said you know if he wanted if he wanted to he would if you wanted to make time for what you wanted you would so what do you yeah what did you mean by that oh my gosh i mean we can I mean, we're gonna talk about this we're gonna definitely dive into okay. it so say for an example a woman I, I do get it that a woman loves a busy man right mm-hmm. it's like um before i even go into it use a little fake women say they they do love it but only to a certain extent to where okay. it's because if you meet somebody that's from the beginning, he's busy. You're like, oh, I like that. He's a go-getter, et cetera. Because when you just meet him, you're not tr- trying to become number one yet. 
You're not trying to be the number one thing in his life yet. Because mm-hmm. you understand you just came on the scene, mm-hmm. right? A woman doesn't want to become second to nothing, okay? I mean, except for, you know, you know, the children, if you have children together with a man, but she wants to become number one. Yeah. Rightfully so. I get it. I understand. So a man that's busy, if he's really going after it, you put the distractions to the side. I mean, women might say, you know, if you text me, look, just text me for two minutes, you know, take two minutes out of the day, text me, hey, how are you, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not the truth. You might say that for the first one, right? He can text you, hey, you know, just thinking about you in the middle of doing what I'm doing. Fine. You'd be like, oh, that was so sweet. You thought about me. Thank you, boo. You know, boom, boom. <laughs> All right, yeah. cool. He go back to work. He can do it day two. Same thing. You're like, oh, okay, thank you. Oh, you did it again. Thank yeah. you. The third day is like, that's all I get. It becomes repetitive. So what It's I not get- even repetitive. It's that you, you always say you're always moving towards something or away from something. Okay. You're always going to want more. Mm-hmm. In general, like like men and women, we, we're natural humans. We always want more. That's where greed comes in and all that stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, like I said, we can, we're going to dive into it, but go ahead. No. So, well, but... It's good. I get I get what you mean. You know, I've been in situations where like a simple like, hey, I'm busy today could really mean a lot. But if you but as a man, if you were genuinely interested in getting to know this woman, wouldn't you maybe have tried to like do something different the second or third day? I get that. No, I get that. Like you said, you do something different Mm -hmm. and then you have to do something different and then you have to do something different Uh, and then you have to do something (laughs) different. Yeah. Which is fair. I get it. And it's not anything wrong with that. So it's like, that's just go back to that saying when people, when women say, they said it to me numerous times, right? Uh, you make time for what you want to make time for, or you make time for what's important, right? We can dive into that statement if you want to right now. You want to save it. You want? No, I mean, sure. <laughs> dive yeah. into, right, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, but even going back to what you said about you could do more. Absolutely. A man can do mm-hmm. more, right? But like I said, we we naturally are going to want more because we can get to a certain point. We're not satisfied with that. It's like you touch it. I want more. You know, love is love is just like it's just like anything, any other drug. Like a you know, a crackhead. Excuse me. I know we got a lot of people who suffer from drugs and family members. You know, and I got family members as well. It's like when you reach that first high, you want it again. You want more. You want yeah. to go higher. Love is the same way. You want more. Relationships are. You want more. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna stay the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. If you're saying that's okay for right now, say that man was to continuously give you, say, 20% of his time, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to want 30. You're going to want 40. You're going to want 50. But say if that man stays at 20, he was the same man he was in the beginning. As you move on. And then what you say is, I want more. Well, this was who you was when you met me. You said you was okay with me being busy. You was okay with me being career driven. Or yeah. whatever driven. I didn't change. Is this from personal experience? I'm from personal experience. Okay. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you from all personal experience. Okay. And it was like, I didn't change. Mm-hmm. You just changed what you wanted. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. because we, like, I get it. We naturally want more, right? Mm-hmm. So now let's dive into, I'm telling you, this is going, <laughs> we're going to dive into it. When women say you make time for what you want to make time for, you make time for what's important, right? Yeah. You believe that saying? Yeah. Let me ask you. You prioritize. Okay, prioritizing, right? Okay. If I was to ask you right now, we've been saving this question. I've been saving it for every time we talk. I said, I'm going to save this right now. Oh, God. Tell me what's the top five most important things that you want to achieve right now. Um, I want to get to a point where. What's number one? Number one, um, where the podcast becomes my number one job and I can just make money from it. Number two, I have hair in my mouth. Uh, my dream body. <laughs> Okay, dream body. Dream body, because I've been in the gym. Right. Um, number three, um, getting a condo next year. Perfect. Number four, hmm. I don't know. Um, hmm. Do I have to have five? Those are the only three things I'm really focused on right now, honestly. Okay. Let's just take those three. Okay. All right, let's take those three. Okay. Is is Where's love at? Do you want a relationship? I do. Well, so here's where I, I contradict myself a lot because a part of me wants to, right? And from my traumatic and good hookup experiences, I realize, I mean, I kind of do like exploring and I don't know for when I do have sex, I don't know if I necessarily want to be in a relationship. I kind of want to like have a couple partners and like have fun before I find somebody. 
Well, here's the contradicting part because I listen to your podcast. We're going to come back yeah. to this part, which I get and totally understand. You yeah. want to have sex, get some experience before you find someone that you actually really like, that you want to continue continue something with and grow with, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you said, I haven't found someone that's worthy of me giving them to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like those two are contradicting because if that's yeah. the case, then like if you're hooking up, just go ahead and get it out the way now. If that's if that's the case, yeah. right? You see what I'm saying? That's why we yeah. said people, when you got two things that they going to butt heads. Mm-hmm. Something has to be sacrificed. You didn't want to sacrifice having someone that you really like and you actually having sex or waiting to find someone that you do like and having sex, but you don't have that experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So always say in life, you have to make decisions. Tying it back to you make time for what you want to make time for. You have to make decisions. The reason why I ask you what are the top, top things that you want in your life? Most of the time, like love or a relationship, mm-hmm. uh, normally comes down to like number four or number five. But most people will make time for the relationship, which falls in at number five probably. And it's not even on your list. You see what I'm saying? It's not even on your list, but you will make time for that. But the saying is you make time for what's important or what you want to make time for. But you just said the podcast, your body, and... Getting a condo. Getting a condo is number one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Tell me where you got time for a relationship. If you're really busting your ass on, on like say in the gym, say you go for hours, two hours, or you go twice a day, right? Boom. You got, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool. You're going to need, you're going to need to make sure you get your rest in, right? Mm-hmm. Get your nutrients in and just to be you to yourself. Now you're talking about the pod. Say you want this pod to be worth, you get paid. And people don't know when you come to a podcast, it's going to be a while before you get paid, right? Yeah. Before you get paid. So you want to bust your ass for probably like a year, a year, maybe even two. Right. Yeah. I think you got a great concept. I love it. I'm like, nah, she got it. Like, you know, I tell you, I said, yo, you got it. You got a great radio voice. Like you can do it. You're like, you don't give a fuck. You're Blushing. fearless. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being honest with you. Like I'm in that, I'm in that realm. So I, I know. Right. But it's going to take you time. Mm-hmm. That means you're going to study. You're going to become a beast at this shit. You're going to bust your ass. Right. Yeah. Now let's go to the condo. You got to make money. To get yeah. the condo, which means you got to work. Right. Yeah. So please tell me where you got time for love. A relationship. Yeah. Imagine now, now think how much time are you doing texting? How much mm-hmm. time are you on the phone? I'm not saying don't get to know, like have a friend. I'm not saying that, right? I'm mm-hmm. saying you might have, you might got your needs. You got to do what you got to go do, right? I get it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying you can start with something. Like say you start to like somebody. I guarantee one or all three, that percentage of time that you have given them, if you have dedicated that time, is going to come down which goes towards a relationship yeah and if it doesn't work out now you're like fuck and that's why i don't i'm this i don't think i i wouldn't say i'm looking for anything right now yet because of those those exact reasons because i didn't mean to cut you off but i'm gonna cut you off okay go ahead go ahead like a lot of women say i'm not looking for something but if it happens it happens let me tell you something you 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 either make a decision to or don't Mm -hmm. because if you say if it happens it happens that's subconsciously mean that you're actually looking for it subconsciously looking subconsciously yeah. looking for it. like Sometimes you're open I think to I find it. myself doing that yeah if you're open to it ask mm-hmm. me am i open for a relationship i'll tell you no i am not because i made mm-hmm. a decision to say i'm gonna go ahead and go after what i want to go after and i still have my struggles my own personal struggles fuck i'm not even talking about the love realm i'm just talking about in general in life right that i'm that i'm that's fighting that yeah so you ask me i'm like no and people are like, well, people say to me all the time, Blake, you know, you're a nice guy, et cetera. Like, you're cool. I think you'll make a great, I, I think I'll make a great husband, great father, all of that stuff. But ask me, do I want it? No, I don't want it right now because I know that I have to make a sacrifice. Something has to get sacrificed. Yeah. And people say, oh, you can have it all. I say, first thing, show me somebody who has it all that you know personally. I know. They can have a great career, but they might not have a great love life. Right. Or they can have a great love life. and might not have a great career. Now, you can achieve both of them, but you will not chase both of them at the same time. You will not have you will not start a great relationship like just meeting someone now Mm -hmm. and your podcast go to a certain level. Right. And with your business and career and both of them be great because they both require so much time and attention. I think people when you start looking at like like what is greatness? You got to ask people what is greatness? Mm -hmm. Like I ask people all the time, what's the top five things you do want in your life? Most people don't even know. So how the hell are you going to hit a target that you don't even have? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
Okay. My bad. My bad. Keep going. My bad. We, I told you I could talk for days, baby. We're going to no. dive into this thing. You know what I'm saying? Shout no. out to her listeners out there. This is a great podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, no, I definitely, I understand. I didn't, and I never thought about things that deep, I guess, because with some of the men I, I deal with are like a little more immature, mm-hmm. you know, so it'll be like, um, even like back to like some one, one time in college and I'm, and I'm going way back. It was another guy. We were, um, we went on a date and it went well. And I asked him, um, like, when are we going to hang out again? And he just always was make, like making up excuses and saying that he was busy. And then I was like, all right, whatever. And I just stopped replying to stopped replying to all his messages. But then like about a week or so, he started hitting me up again like crazy like yeah like when we hanging out again this and that so like where is this coming because he prioritized that and even like just like something small like that and even like in um my episode that i just posted two weeks ago which um with um uh the he came in my mouth you know my friend talked about intentions and there are men out there that will say you know they um they want this or that, but they're not doing anything to show that, you know, they're yeah. not prioritizing. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, yeah. men and women. Yeah. We're both freaking like. Yeah. Women too. Definitely women too. Yeah. I think, um, and I was listening to it. What was your friend's name on there? Dejan. 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 She's cool. Shout out to Dejan. What's up, girl? I see you. <laughs> I heard you. I, I listen to you, girl. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, when they said about, like you said, is being intentional, right? Or just mm-hmm. being upfront. And I, I agree with what she said is that. I don't agree with taking a decision away from a woman. You tell her, I'm going to tell you exactly where I'm at. And you have every right to make that decision and say, I'm cool with that or not. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is sometimes in situations where like a lot of men are mature, right? Because what she said was we feel like if, you know, we keep it, a lot of guys feel like if they keep it real and be like, well, I just want sex, that the woman's going to say like, oh, no, or whatever, because they have their certain mindset. This is what they're going for. No actuality should actually be turned on by your honesty. You'd be like, listen, I ain't, this is what I want. I'm cool with that. And you could be like, nah, because most of the time women got the same thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She so put y'all put it. Y'all put y'all put niggas. In, I'm not gonna say niggas. I'm sorry. Yeah. You might have booked that out. <laughs> we say all everything. Like, everything. Y'all put niggas in categories too. Yeah. If we don't first meet them, I, I, y'all know what y'all want to do. If y'all what y- what y'all will do or will not do. You know what I'm saying? Now those categories can change as you get to know somebody or whatever. You could look at them like, yo, I just want to do whatever to them, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you could, that could start off, but then it kind of grows. You see what I'm saying? So, I, I, you know, I, I met somebody where, I mean, on a first date, I mean, we kind of took it to the next level on a first date. But then she ended up becoming part of my life. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, we, you know, we was feeling each other. We vibed out and okay. we did. We, we had sex on that first night, mm-hmm. but it grew into what it grew into. Okay. I mean, so can I, I'm sorry to cut you off. So can I, Okay. So this is good. So that did you okay, so after that date, did you see like something in her that like even like whether y'all had sex or not, you you wanted to hang out with her again, you wanted to like see her again. Yeah. And then oh, because but, it it wasn't like when we went out, it wasn't I'm and now I'm not saying not most dudes be like, "Yo, I'm different than most guys," you know. I'm not going to say that, right? I've heard that every time. All the time. I tell a woman, I'm not going to tell you I'm different. I'm going to just say I'm me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I understand, like, I'm not I'm not chasing your pussy. Yeah. I don't, I'm not pussy-driven. That's why I always say men are either money-driven, pussy-driven, or they could be family-driven, right? Certain things, right? So I'm not pussy-driven. So a lot of my moves are not predicated on trying to get into your panties. Mm-hmm. I'm straight on that. So when we went out, it was like, I really just went, we were just having a great time. We was vibing out that much that the sexual intensity between us kind of you know what i mean it's like the, the yeah. intimacy part of it kind of creeped in it was like well damn yeah i'm feeling you i'm feeling you, you know what i mean don't know looking why good that can't happen for me you know you've heard enough of that <laughs> stuff goes down after a couple of my first dates and i think we're arriving i think things are going good and they say that they want to see me again and then they i don't hear from them well i think that's i mean sometimes you got probably got to fill out the date right mm-hmm. you got to fill them out right because yeah. sometimes i mean that is true with some guys once they get what they quote unquote if they was if they were just trying to get your pussy or whatever or get some hit once they get that it's like like men were natural like uh hunters so it's like once you get it be like all right i'm cool yeah you know what i'm saying i'm not telling you to be like nah don't do whatever on your first day because i'm i'm not judging you and i'm not telling you not to okay 
that ain't my place. What I'm saying is you have to be able to feel the authentic authenticity from that guy. You know what I'm saying? Keep it real with him. I mean, look, if you really want to see if he really for you, tell him like some things that I did in general. See where see how he think about you. I'm so naive, and I I'm I'm getting better at like reading people now and doing those things now. But like back then, I was just so like naive and blind. I think before I mean, tell me your version. Do you tell him your version up up front? Um. Yeah. Well, no. Or when it comes up, when it, yeah, I'm only if it yeah if it if it somehow comes up, and then even like on my Hinge profile, like you know how Hinge has prompts, and I, I don't even use Hinge for serious. I actually just promote my podcast on Hinge, and it's been working. <laughs> um. So like on a on like one of the prompts, it's like a believe it or not, and then you finish it. So like on Hinge, it says believe it or not, and then I I put I have a podcast about being a virgin, discovering hookup culture, and people comment on people will comment on that. Uh part of my page and I send them the podcast and they, and they actually like listen to it and I'll talk to people about it on Hinge but that's all I've been using Hinge for that's great marketing yeah. that's great that's it's being creative great. with the marketing I think yeah. trust me like once you like when people start picking up on you mm-hmm. like do it like save an example I said we talked about what you make time for you think about ways to be creative with marketing so say for example once you start getting the pie you get the equipment the way you want it right mm-hmm. a great marketing strategy could be uh, putting decals on your car of the podcast, right? So, have you seen the car? Have you seen my car? No, I haven't seen your car. I have. So I have a Jeep. Okay. I have a Wrangler. I'll show it to you when I walk you out. But um, I have the podcast on the back of the window and I have a, a I got a custom made tire cover with mm. the podcast name on it. Oh, actually, you've never seen that. Yeah. No, I, never, I never seen it. Never seen it. And but, I'm getting stickers made. Stay tuned, everybody. Stay Listen, stay tuned. It, like, you know, you go up to random strangers. That's how I got people to follow my pod. I was like, hey, you got a YouTube channel? Come, come follow me. They be like, well, I don't listen to YouTube anyway. Well, listen, I'm just trying to get some followers. Look, show some support, man. Show some black <laughs> love. You know what I'm saying? But they might check it out later on. Yeah. Are you willing to say whatever to a stranger? Your pod is so good. Like, I'm telling you, people are nosy and like to listen to. I'm going to tell you, you know how I many? It's okay. Like, all. Yeah. But probably majority, 95% of women out there have been sucking dick. <laughs> okay. They all got stories. Yeah. Now, I know they got stories because I got male friends and they got stories. It had to be somebody on the other end. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So women are out there. They just want to, they just want to know if what they did is what like, is it just me or this happened to other people? But once they figure it happens to other people, they're like, oh wow, that they did that. I did that too. Oh, that is gosh. one of my, one of my things was I wanted people to not feel alone. Yeah. The relatability. There yeah. you go. Right there. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like the relatability of it. It's like, yeah, trust me. What you doing? Like you said, hey, this thing is ghosting me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's so prevalent across, like, the world. Yeah. And people just want to, like, they don't want to feel alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to take it there, but that's why a lot of people slip into depression because they feel like what they're going through is, they're like, it's only them mm-hmm. that that happens. So it's like, no, probably 95% of the people yeah. have are going through something, first and foremost, but a lot of them are going through the same thing you're going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's another woman out there who's going through what you're going through yeah i don't know if they're virgins i mean you might be you know what i'm saying but i am the only virgin i know i'm very so at first i wasn't open about it i like well i mean people ask me i would tell them but i wouldn't like i wouldn't hide it but i wouldn't like announce to the world either um but um if what well, now and i like i'll tell people like hey i'm a, i have a podcast about being a virgin because mm-hmm. now i just i'll tell everyone i'm a virgin now because of the podcast I, it brings yeah. them in like you gotta do that for like a year yeah. All right. So I thought I have to stay a virgin for a little bit now at this point. Yeah. For just, the podcast. Yeah. No, no sex. Keep sucking, yeah. Just keep sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even doing that. No, no, no. As long no. as I can help it for a little, at least a little bit. Okay. I, I need to mentally heal from he's married. I'm still not over it. Oh, man. That was that episode right there. I was, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was so tuned in because we was like, <laughs> what happens next? Like, what's about to happen? Everyone this was like, yo, like, am I listening to a true crime episode? <laughs> That's yo, what someone said to me today. It was so good. Yeah. And, and believe it or not, I'm not telling you to do this. But like you said, I mean, you said it. It's like, man, all these stories is becoming great content, right? I'm not telling you to go do things to get great content. It's people out there to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like dating or whatever, just to get certain content. I'm not telling you to do that. Yeah. But you're going to be, you're going to continue to get some great content, right? Yeah. Or say for an example, you know, when it comes to the pod, how to promote the pod too, it's like, like go to Christiana Mall, right? Okay. And just ask random people questions like, have you ever did this before? I mean, you gotta have, you gotta have balls and moxie to do that. You can't care about what anybody's going to say mm-hmm. or think about it. You know what I'm saying? Or even in a gym, like it could, say if it's a good question, but not to like, 
provocative or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Say, hey, what are your thoughts on one night stands? You know what I mean? Are you willing to ask, you know, 10 random strangers that question, right? And then you put it together a nice little promo, you put it up on your Instagram, it could go viral. Somebody could say something crazy, which brings attention to the pod. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by like just thinking about creativity. How can I get this thing popping? Am I willing to do whatever? And then when you start getting into that realm of thinking like that, you're like, man, I don't give a fuck about love. If that's not what you want, I'm just yeah. saying when you're focusing on a pot, that's fine. Same thing with love, right? Mm-hmm. When people, women want relationships. When they get to a certain age, they be like, nigga, I'm shooting my shot. I ain't going to wait for him or I'm going to send him a signal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's the same thing because they want that relationship. They want that stability, et cetera. And they do whatever yeah. to get it. Come on, ask me some questions. I, okay. look, we got answers out here, okay? Okay. Um, uh, one of my friends wanted me to ask, um, how do how does a woman, how should a woman keep a man interested other than just sex? Actually, believe it or not, I think a woman's like, keep developing who you are as a person or within mm-hmm. your career, right? I'm just saying, speaking for me, like a man of, of certain substances, like I love a woman who goes after her own. She don't need me for anything except for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Is the... For sex, of course, you know what I mean by that? Like, I don't want you to need for no no other man for that, right? And to make you happy, like, just happy inside, like, feeling, like, you know, telling you I love you, making you laugh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want mm-hmm. you to be with me or need me for money. I don't want you to be with me or need me for any of those things. I want you to have your own from that, right? Because those, those are all things you can get in your own. Like, you can't make your, you can make yourself happy as much as you can, but when in a relationship, it takes two. Mm-hmm. So those things I would only want you to need me for. But as a woman... You will keep that man interested. Forget the sex part. Mm-hmm. The more you keep developing yourself as a woman, keep growing and just being like courageous and going after things, he's gonna be like, damn, she turned me on. Like, she's a goat. Like, she's a winner. Yeah. She's a winner. I ain't talking about, I mean, cook and all that stuff. That's cool. Yeah. That it don't, like, if a woman can cook, I'm cool. All right. You can cook. That's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying for me. But if you, she's just like a go-getter, she's smart, intelligent, mm-hmm. she's going after this, she, you know, not afraid to be herself, she can, like, if I can leave her alone with my family and she can hold her own, I'm like, yo, all right, we got a winner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because she can exist without me. That means we can come together and make something dope together. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Oh. I don't know if that answered, that answered the question. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So another thing, why do you think men will make up lies, you know, and like beat around the bush to just like have sex or get head instead of just keeping it a hundred. Cause there are women that one that probably would just want to hook up. Why are you trying to manipulate? Like, why do you think like the men, like some of the men I've been like been with, like manipulated me when they could have just probably found someone that would have been a hundred percent down to do whatever they wanted, you know? Yeah. Um, I think men, we have been conditioned to sometimes like protect the woman's feelings, like protect her. Mm-hmm. Men were natural. Were naturally. Are, wait, are they? Per- I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen okay. to me. Listen to me. Let me. Let me keep going. Okay. Naturally, we're protectors, right? Mm-hmm. Of women, naturally. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not using it as an excuse, right? Yeah, no, I know. So, you combine that naturally with feeling like I need to protect her feelings or whatever, because what I might say or do might be too harsh or whatever. I'm not using it as an excuse. You combine that with what they're chasing. Is there? They can't be honest. They can't be a man enough to be honest, right? Compile with those two things, and I think you kind of add in. um, They think they might not achieve the goal if they say that, right? They think I I need to manipulate or dupe or whatever because life has taught you if you be that aggressive, you're not going to attain certain things. So I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying from kind of like a psychological standpoint. Yeah, yeah. and they feel like once I get it, it doesn't fucking matter if you're mad or not. So the same thing that they were trying to pro- like protect the woman. Now, once they get it, they're like, all right, I'm cool now. You know what I'm saying? Like it goes back yeah. to that hunting thing, which is like now I'm the natural protector and I'm kind of goes out the window. It's like, you ain't fucking care about her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also like they couldn't be a man about it. Like a lot of dudes talk when they, you know, I'm a man, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, can you have that conversation with homegirl? When you, you know what I'm saying? You fucked up, you did that, you lied to her, et cetera. It's blowing my mind. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's literally, that's just like what happened in with um the He's Married episode. Like the guy, you know, when he had asked me for head again, I was like, n- like, no. And he was like, well, we already did what we did. Like, why can't we do it again? And I'm just like, 
And like he just came off so mean. Yeah, that that guy from that story, I think, uh, you know, um, men, like, why can't we do it again? It's like when you want to attain a certain goal, mm-hmm. you'll do whatever. You'll say whatever. You'll do whatever. It's like I call it the crackhead mentality. He had crackhead mentality. Yeah. Like he wanted that, right? And he'll say and do anything, right? He'll act a certain way. No, why can't we do it? Come up with a whole bunch of stuff because he really wanted it. Right. Wow. Yeah. If he was just like interested or trying to, and he was like, "Nah," he was like, oh, "Okay," because it wasn't a goal of his. Like I said, men were natural hunters, naturally. So that situation, he was hunting, and you just happened to be the prey. I li- I literally told my girls I felt like I was preyed on. That's like I. That's how I felt after everything. Yeah. That like that he, he was. Yeah. And I think I heard you say it on the podcast. He was like, you know, like the guys can probably feel that when they meet you or see that when they meet you etc I, I didn't get that really I didn't get that you were like you said gullible or, or easy or etc I mean that's just something guys have told me that but what did you think when you first met me I thought you were really cool I'm just serious like really? personality wise I'm just saying like honestly I thought the complete opposite really yeah oh my gosh I thought the, like kind of the complete opposite but I think I'm not t- don't change you just got to be able you got to learn these things it comes with the territory. Like, it took me a while to learn. Like, I can t- I can spot a toxic drone from a mile away now. I can spot better. toxicity. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying, I have had plenty of experience with women, right, in dating, etc. Just having female best friends in general. Like, I can talk to a woman without coming on to them, without being attracted to them. You know what I'm saying? Or you can have someone where you can attract it to them at first, but then it turns into a friendship, right, or something that grows into something else. Like, I can adapt to that. I don't, because I'm not pussy chasing you know what I'm saying? So in those type of situations, I had to learn a lot from the toxicity and being able to see certain things. You're just learning. You're just going through a learning phase. You're just going through it later on in life. And that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And in learning process, that's why I always say failure is dope. Mm-hmm. As you're learning, you just have to protect yourself. Don't get anything permanent. Right? And protect you. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. And protect yourself mentally. It's yeah. like... After each situation, you recover. You recover faster. And I used to say, like, well, I was crying for two weeks, and you just got to look at it like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm about to go grow mm-hmm. and learn about relationships, so I can make myself the best woman that I can be when an actual time does come mm-hmm. for that certain person to be for me. So, say for example, like marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Say you date ten guys. On the tenth guy, you get it right, right? But on the temp, the reason why you got it right in the tenth guy is because you learned so much from the previous nine failures. You learned a lot about yourself. You grew yourself. You learned what type of guys to not date or to date to look for or to not look for. Was it worth failing those nine guys before to reach that one guy? Was it worth it? I guess so. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. yes, all yes, absolutely. <laughs> but the, you failed nine out of ten times. The percentage was ten percent. Mm-hmm. But that ten percent was worth. You're the guy to get it right one time. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So when yeah. these situations that you're going through, certain situations kind of embrace it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I mean, we're dealing with emotions and feelings. Be like, you know what? Oh, you played me. All right. Now I know what to look for. Now I know what questions to ask. Oh, you a fuck boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I seen I seen, I seen niggas like you. I seen them like you. I can spot you. And you're going to be the spot them a mile away. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But if you don't know what to look for, you know what I'm saying? You, you're shooting in the dark. and that's mm-hmm. But that's where the experience comes in at. And that's yeah. okay. Like I said, just get through it without anything permanent <coughs> and protect your mental. Yeah. Everything else. And, you know, don't, you know, you don't want a reputation as, oh, she's a whore. Uh, you I know don't. what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't want that. But, you know, keep things to yourself. But also at the same time, fuck what anybody going to say. Mm-hmm. A woman could say, yo, they say this, like, like, oh, my gosh, you're a flirt. And I'd be like, this is two things I'll say to that when they used to say that to me. First thing, and... <laughs> I mean, I mean, the reason why I say and is because mm-hmm. first and foremost I'm not seeing anyone I don't have a girlfriend so I can do that right yeah second thing if I do not flirt how else am I supposed to find out if you like me or not because if I just come into you and say hey I think you're interested I like you what's up you, first yeah. of all you're like oh this guy's weird like cause yeah. you can't handle a guy coming that forward to you most of the time I can't I'd freak out probably you see what I'm saying but the flirting, yeah, that's just the fill-out process. I'm awkward, and I don't know how to flirt. Like, you remember how you approached me? How you DM'd me? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to say. 
I, li- I literally said I could. I didn't know you were flirting with. Me. I literally told this man, "Oh, I didn't know you. But I didn't realize you were flirting with me." And if y'all don't know what she, as I called her my uh, my gym crush. Because when you go to the gym, me and my friend Ashley, we always say, "Well, who's your gym crush?" It's like somebody who you think is attractive mm-hmm. in the gym. Um, and I told her, I said, "Yo, I, I got this gym crush." Like I said, I love that you're very. Oh, you told her. You told someone about me. Yeah. Oh. Like I said, we got like this thing, like because she tells me who's her gym crush. Like the gym crush. I said, "Do you see him today?" And it's like that's the culture, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that you like. Oh, I'm trying to jump their bones, Hell, or yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like you think it's attractive at the gym. It's the fucking gym. So you're going to see attractive people in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I feel I'm comfortable. I can say that to whom whomever. Not a problem at all, right? Like I said, I mean, just because you have a certain, like when you approach certain certain person, it could be out of flirting. That doesn't mean that it's going. It has to go down that lane as far as a relationship or that level. Man, you could become the dopest, the bestest of friends, help me with the podcast, boom, that's my guy. That's my girl. Like, we are really tight. Like, that's what it can grow into. Just because it's not a relationship. I think that's where a lot of women get it wrong. It's like, uh, you know, or men and women is like, damn, I, I intended it because I liked them at first. I was attracted to them. And they're not, for me, on that lane. Mm-hmm. That means I have to exit out of them for my life. No, that doesn't mean that. That means that's why it's so important for you to just talk to people and do get to know them. Because it can go in a whole bunch of different areas. Just go with it. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Whenever you do like start to date or like approach a woman, how how what what qualities do you look for to make you realize? Oh, like I think I want to spend t- actually like maybe prioritize some time for her with her. Absolutely. So, and, and when I say dating, so when like I have, now it has been situations where I had situations and <laughs> situations no, where you had situations situations where you have situations, right? <laughs> Um, or you know you kind of got like you know it is what it is type of situations like mm-hmm. oh you know we cool we're just we're just having sex and it's not anything more than that I have had those but like definitely like recently even recent recent recently before recently like I put all that to the side because I had to make a, a decision what's important like you said make time make time for what's important are these goals important I have so many battles that I'm fighting I can't even think about love like it's so far from my mind but it's not gonna take me long once mm-hmm. I find the person and be like okay she the one she's it blah 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 because of my previous experiences but um what's the question again <laughs> um what do you look for so oh, what, I look what, for? Okay. what would you look for to make yeah. you realize oh like i think i yeah. want to prioritize got you um so for me is i love a woman who's a go-getter okay right i love a woman who's a go-getter like like i said she has her own dreams mm-hmm. she wants to go build that thing she's going after it um i love a woman who like i tell a rebel when I mean my rebel, like somebody who's not afraid to be themselves no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. If she's outgoing, like I love an outgoing woman who's just like, this is me. Or she's like, you know what? I'm artsy and this is me. I love that because that shows me courage. I love a woman who's courageous. You know what I'm saying? Um, and believe it or not, like I don't need a woman. Like some guys like she got to have a booty and yeah. all that. First and foremost, I'm a titty man. First and foremost. <laughs> And I don't mean like big, big titties or anything. They just have to have personality so they can be a A or B cup. B cup is like kind of like my favorite B C <laughs> cup, you know what I'm saying? But she got like nipple rings or something like that. You know, got personality to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't need all that stuff. Body wise, she doesn't have to be no certain type. Like I said, I'm really personality driven. Okay. So she's very personable, very outgoing mm-hmm. or even a little bit outgoing. Like I'm crazy. I'm like out there, like energy wise. I'm not mm-hmm. saying she has to be like me. But me and a woman who is reserved, we ain't going to work because I don't want her feeling comfortable. I feel uncomfortable being around me when I'm around people because I learned that I'm not not going to be myself. I have yeah. been in a relationship where she didn't like that I was who I was, like, you know, outgoing, et cetera, because it made her uncomfortable because issues that she might have had. And I felt I would kind of adjust myself back a lot. And I didn't like that. So if yeah. I feel like I can't be me. With you, I won't be with you. Vice versa. I'm not going to not allow you to be you mm-hmm. when you're with me. Okay. She got to oh. be a little nasty, too. <laughs> well, you asked me. She, yeah. Like, no, I'll yeah, 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 be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. She's got to be. This is the, the first uh, guy I have on the podcast. Yeah, so she got to be a little nasty. Okay. <laughs> so, have you personally been in a situation where you were, like, trying to get to know a woman that, like, you liked her, so you... We're putting extra effort in, into getting to know her, maybe taking her out. And then you started to like fall back, like kind of what I talked about. Like, has have you ever been that type of person? Being in a situation where, I mean, it happens where, you, you know, you, you want to get someone to know someone and you be like, all right, let me go ahead and fall back. Now, it might be for me for different reasons. Like, we might have started out as, it's cool, we're just being friends, getting to know each other, 
from I call it emotional distance. You know what I'm saying? And then the more time you spend, you're like, I like this person. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. And it gets to a certain point where you're going to make a decision. You get to that fork in the road. Are we going towards something or we need to go away from something? Because we either need to make a decision. Because if we, if we aren't, we're not going to stay here. Because naturally of the evolution of love and relationships, you either move, like you're going to move towards that, that area. So it's been a situation where I definitely, where I had to be like, all right, cool. I need to back up out of this. Yeah, but. But I'm honest about it. Yeah. We say, have, but you, no, we absolutely have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not ghosting you. We're going to have a conversation about it. I don't know why I can't. No one. I don't think no one's ever been like honest with me. Now, you know what happens to the question I'm going to ask the women. It's like when a man tells you that, right? Like, why is it that? It's not necessarily that it's a problem. Why do y'all throw like other stuff like, well, why were you doing this with me? Why were you, you were acting like you you wanted a relationship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, you know what I mean? It, it can go both ways. So women say, um, I know we said you didn't want a relationship in the beginning, but then we start doing relationship things, right? And that's all we say. Like, of course, that's natural that you're going to do those type of things because you start to like somebody more and more. And it's be like, well, he told you what it was from Jump Street. Now you can't change on him as well, mm-hmm. right? Now the feelings and all that stuff. Of course, you're going to naturally grow feelings. I always say, but the man is he just has one foot in, one foot out. A woman has she could be one foot in, one foot out, but she's willing to jump two feet in, and she's at that point she's ready to go two feet in because her emotions say we in this, mm-hmm. her feelings say we in this, and a guy he'd be like, I like you, but no, I can't go past that point. I'm not ready to jump two feet in. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. When that man told you that, now all of a sudden, why is he the bad guy now? Wow, that's a good question. I guess, oh, man. Well, um, like kind of what we might have talked about, women, and it's it's more of this, that is maybe more on like a woman, like, you know, women will say, well, oh, I'm not looking for anything serious either, but subconsciously a lot of women are. They are. So that's probably, that. that's something on them. Yeah, but that's what and, I'm saying, but yeah. a lot of women don't take accountability in that. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, yeah. too, what women always say, they, they want a man that can communicate. But what I have learned is when a woman finds a man that can communicate, it's actually that woman who has a hard time in communicating because they're so used to a man running from certain conversations, mm-hmm. et cetera, that they thought, that, why can't, like, men don't like to communicate with how they feel, et cetera, what the situation is. But when you get a nigga that can communicate and can communicate effectively, now you got to face your shit. Mm-hmm. And then we realize that, oh, your shit stink. And that's, yeah. and that's hard for us in, in general, like, to realize that our shit stink. But that's the key is to realize that our shit stinks so we can clean it. Because if you don't realize your stuff stinks, you walk around thinking you don't stink and everybody like, what? What? <laughs> they can smell you, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you thinking you good. Mm-hmm. Nah. Don't always tell a woman, get a man comfortable from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. And the way you get him comfortable is by being you. Right, mm-hmm. and you get uncomfortable. They show you exactly who they are. That's the key. How fast can I get you comfortable? Because you'll show me exactly who the hell you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I always say I'm gonna show up as myself. I'm comfortable with me. Then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, I can be myself around him. Now I can really see who you really are. Mm-hmm. And it's also questions and stuff that you can ask. Yeah, I well, I feel like maybe the the represent the representation thing could also be with like like insecurities that like uh, yeah. Yeah, insecurities that they have, and they want you to see a certain version of themselves. That's yeah. So that's just another thing that on the woman. But even on my oh, what God. Matter of fact, that's one of the questions that I ask you. What I remember, I said, "Tell me what you tell me some things that you're insecure about." And we were talking about matter of fact. It goes back to I said, "Why are you so single?" You was you told me like how you felt about you growing up. What you can know I say? about your looks? You yeah. felt that you was an ugly duckling, as you say. Like growing up and all that stuff. I was. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I think it's just being comfortable. Like, man, oh, we man, we love a woman who's secure with who she is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just take Lizzo before I realized that Lizzo was a front. Hmm? Lizzo, Lizzo. What about her? Like, let's take her for an example. Oh, okay. Like, at first, before you get to know Lizzo, you, you would think, oh, she's very secure with who she is. But I, like, if you remove the camouflage, she's really not. Cause she's she's being extra to show you that she's secure. Mm-hmm. No, that's now you're fronting. Yeah, I'm not like be you naturally, but if you look at Lizzo, she's doing like a bunch of extra shit. Be like, oh, big girl, it's a it's a difference. Like you can, it's like when a guy tries to talk to you, you can you can sense the authenticity. You can have two separate guys who says one of them could be like, yo, I really like you. Then another guy could say, I really like you, but you can feel the difference. 
if one of them really likes you or the other one just shooting gang. Mm-hmm. They said the same exact thing, but you can feel yeah. the authenticity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I if the question like you said I can ask you a question. So yeah. are are you okay with saying no, I ain't gonna put you on that box. No, I'll answer anything. Like you said, certain women are like insecure about, like why are women insecure about their looks? It could that could come from a lot of things. It could just come from things like you know that they've dealt with as a child from being teased, or it just can be something they're not comfortable with, something that someone else has maybe put them down. Like for me personally, you know, everyone loves big lips now. When I was in middle school, I was bullied severely for big lips me too i want to be entitled for compensation because i was severely bullied and um i mean and even in in high school people made a room people started making rumors that that i that i sucked dick and i never i hadn't i didn't start sucking dick until college too soon they were too soon yeah just because my lips were so big and i'm just like wow sometimes I, i would just walk around like this just like that, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think it could just come from, like, something from their childhood or just something that they see that they don't like, you know, because beauty is in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. you know. Like. How you I'm feel ins- about yourself now? A lot better. Um, Still some battles sometimes? I just don't like my stomach, but we're working on it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all I'm really insecure about right now. At, at the moment, just really my stomach and my back. Yeah. But that's why I've been in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, but they're working. Mm-hmm. I ain't nothing wrong with that, shoulder. People yeah. used to make fun of me for my big lips, so it's so funny that the things that people make fun of us the most when we were younger turn out to be our greatest assets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, did you have any other questions? <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna ask no more questions. This your pot, okay? I ain't gonna ask no more questions, okay? Yo, yo, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Blake the Brain. My fault, can I do that plug right now, or would you do it later? No, you can do it. Now. Tell yo, him, yo, follow me on Instagram at Blake the Brain, YouTube channel at I mean, it's Blake the Brain, and it's uh, all honesty. Like, uh, like I don't brag about anything, but one thing I will like talk about and, and brag about is like the content on the subject we're talking about. We're talking about failure, just kind of like embracing. Like, I go talk to elementary school students all the way up until adults because everybody has this stigma or afraid to fail, mm-hmm. right? And that's because it's helping people. It's not about me. Um, so that's one thing I will tell people. Like, just go check out that. It's not even about me. Like, I'm not worried about getting a bunch of followers if anything is just for the content just you know just kind of get people to look at failure differently and we're gonna build that thing like i ain't worrying about that you know what i'm saying we got the conference coming up this year it's gonna be in sep- um it's probably gonna be in september what conference um the failures dope conference to where you know um we come together and we just 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 show like changing the narrative about failure but like it's stages to it mm-hmm. right when a lot of people are afraid to fail because it comes with it's like being a lot of people are afraid to die mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because you know what I ain't going to say that. A lot of people are afraid to lose loved ones because it comes with a stages, you know, grieving phase and pain and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Same thing with failure. A lot of people are afraid to fail because of the stages, but they don't even know the stages. But if you get an understanding of the stages and realize how you can actually use that to make you greater. Matter of fact, you're in a gym, right? The way you become stronger is literally tearing your muscles apart. You know what I'm saying? But the reason how you become stronger is they come back together. Oh. stronger like yeah. you, that's literally what happens that's how you become stronger so same thing with failure like i have to go fall on my fucking face in order for me to reach my truest potential so check out that man Blake the brain wow. uh, we can start wrapping up now because it's i'm at we're at the mark where okay. I, should, I close out but um too much. no this was great i still i the you know the goal even if some of my episodes were to only get 10 views if i learned something i'm glad i had you here i'm glad i had my guests here and i definitely like took away something for sure um but i just always do like my last question like is there anything that you want to tell me or the people about like the overall topic like if he wanted to he would or anything like that yes um that is a true statement if he wanted to he would most of the time matter of fact i most would of say the time i would say like 90 percent of the time sometimes yeah. you, you just probably can't in certain yeah. situations but even if like say for example if like i say like i put my career first if i if i wanted to matter of fact that's a great that's a great thing it's, it's people like well it, he just doesn't want you no he just that he might want something more like career right it's like i don't it's not that i don't like you right if i say to a woman it's not like i don't like you it's not that's not the case it's just that these things over here i want them now and more you're not guaranteed. Neither is the future, like what I want. Mm-hmm. But I know that if I go after it, 
with all my heart and potential and I and I'm and I actually have the foresight and understand what I can do can actually be created. Mm-hmm. I'm going after that cuz that's going to be guaranteed. Right? I don't know if like this emotions, I don't know if it's guaranteed cuz I don't I don't know how you are wow. in a relationship. I don't know that. That's something to think about. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. matter of fact, put it like this, like when you talk about going after your goals and stuff, people oh my gosh, people will risk it all for marriage, right? Love life, etc. But they won't risk it all for their purpose or to reach their truest potential, who they can become, like career wise. Mm. Right? People are scared to go after certain things in life, but they're not afraid to drive. People die every day driving. People die every, like you're not you're not niggas is afraid to fly where I grew up at in the hood. Them dudes afraid to fly to get on a plane, but you could be out here hustling on a block to two, three in the morning where niggas will like literally kill you. Yeah. For $100, but you're scared to get on a plane. You feel what I'm saying? Or are you scared to change? Are you scared to go do whatever? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with life. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are afraid to go after who they are. And I know for me, I don't. I would not regret if I didn't meet the love of my life, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't get married, right? Maybe children. Maybe I probably, like, I do want children. But I'm not going to regret if I don't meet the woman in my life. I, re- I honestly will regret if I do not even reach the tip of my potential of who I could become. Cause I know that that's in my heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like when it comes to like choose between love and that, it was an easy decision. I always tell people, just ask yourself the question, which one would I regret more? Would you regret not meeting a person of your life or would you regret not reaching who you are career potential purpose wise? Yeah. The answer becomes easy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just got to put them up against each other. Oh, well, Blake, thank you so much. I'm I'm excited. I hope you'll come back. I'd love to be on your your podcast. Did you put? Did you say you have a podcast? Taking on the world podcast. You can go check it out. And taking on the world podcast is basically like if I was to ask you, matter of fact, like what does taking over the world mean to you? Like taking over your world. Mm-hmm. It's basically the pursuit of your goals and dreams. And we talked about it. We found out what was important to you. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's derived from uh, pinging the brain. You might be too young for that cartoon, pinging the brain. But yes. I know what that is. You know the cartoon? Yeah. I got you. But every day he was saying he was trying to take over the world, but he would fail every day. But the, mm-hmm. it, you know, the, the, the objective remained the same despite previous failures from the day before. So that's how I am. Despite the failures from the day before, mm-hmm. I'm still going after my goals. And one day I'm going to get it. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Bye, guys. I will see you in two. Well, I, I keep saying see. Visuals are coming soon. Um, I'll catch you guys um, in two weeks. Bye. Don't cheat. Don't cheat.